With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Friday. Morale is sky high. Gang's all here ready to go, including Fritzy. You can be part of the program in a variety of ways. You can just listen. Or you can watch on Peacock, our streaming partner. You can dial us up. Operator Tyler standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. This first hour brought to you by Kings Hawaiian. They want you to get together this weekend and make every Sunday a slider Sunday. Stat of the day brought to you, as always, by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. It's a meet Friday, but uh, we brought in some professionals. Not that Tyler doesn't do a great job, because basically anything you put on the Traeger makes you a professional. But a few weeks back, I was in Portland, Maine, stopped into a restaurant, got great reviews, sat at the counter with my brother, Eventide Oyster Company. Next thing I know, someone sitting next to me on his off day is sitting there, and he says, I'd love to come in for Meat Friday. And I go, first of all, who are you? And second of all, what are you going to do for Meat Friday? He said, I'll bring the kitchen down. So Eventide Oyster Company is here. Brown butter rolls, pastrami buns, big eye tuna crudo, grilled flying point oysters, raw oysters, smoked lobster and mussels, bluefin toro brisket. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Don't want any Let's help. Go. Not even close. No one. No one, no one I know. Let's uh, we also sorry. have something, a, a scallop waffle yaki. Yeah, throw that on the mix. So um, who has it better than we do? Uh, Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, so wow. they're uh, busy preparing a uh, feast out there. Let's go. Yeah. And they're going to do it on the Traeger. So uh, we're very happy to have them here for Meat Friday. All right, uh, we'll come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Sean Salisbury, our good buddy, will join us coming up a little bit. Michael Vick will stop by and... Uh, Hollywood legend Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt Russell. They're in a series on Apple TV Plus, and uh, we'll talk to them coming up, and that'll be a little bit later on in the show. Once again, I keep reminding people, don't forget it's Washington, Oregon, in Las Vegas tonight for the uh, Pac-12 title game, and Oregon is favored by 10. Cowboys over the Seahawks. That was a lot of fun. I thought it was a trap game because... This is one of those where you're going to beat Seattle. Seattle's in town, and then you got the Eagles coming up. And it almost was that trap game. Uh, Seahawks are now 6-6. Six and six. The Cowboys improved to 9-3. and three. And something changed when they had their bye week. Now, keep in mind, when Kellen Moore was let go by the Cowboys, when he was fired by the Cowboys, or 
I should say politely, not retained, then they were going to change their offensive philosophy. Mike McCarthy wanted to run the ball more. He had said that. You, you got Dak Prescott, you got C.D. Lamb, but you want to run the ball more. Okay. And then they were running the ball, and then all of a sudden they got to the bye week, and then something changed because then they started to throw the ball, and now Dak Prescott is a legitimate MVP candidate. Now, as I said yesterday, let's wait. He's going to have a four-game uh, gauntlet here that if you get through that with games against Buffalo, Miami, you have the Eagles, and there's one other game, uh, the Lions as well. So you got four quality opponents. Because even after last night, and it's not fair to Dak, but it goes along with the territory of being a Cowboys quarterback. Too much credit, too much blame. So the defense wasn't great last night. But is Seattle the litmus test where you go, okay, now he's a legitimate MVP candidate? He's, he's playing well. And, you know, these last four or five games, really, really high level. But we're still waiting, still waiting for the big game, big moment. And it does come down to, and it's maybe not fair to him, we want to see what you do in January. Everything with the Cowboys is, what do you do in the postseason? We did this to Clayton Kershaw. We did this to Greg Maddox. Well, what are you going to do when you get to the postseason? Hey, can you win the big game? Well, this is what we're waiting for. We're waiting for them to win the big game. John Elway got to the Super Bowl, didn't win, and finally won a couple of Super Bowls. We, we wait for these players. We wait for these teams. We wait for these moments. And watching last night, he was playing well. But every time I see him playing well, I go, yeah, but. Cowboys playing well, yeah, but. They're, they lead the league. They lead all sports in, yeah, but. But they set a standard back in the early 90s that they're still trying to live up to. They're America's team. They should be better. But I don't know if we have answers to, are they an elite team? And is Dak a true MVP? I don't know. And maybe it's not fair, but you got to have a hot take now, and it's got to be in the moment now, and you got to have that, this is my definitive opinion. I don't know. Do I think they're a, a really good team? And a Super Bowl-caliber team? Yes, I do. I think they have that talent. But the defense, though, is what concerned me last night. They're just a hard team to go, okay, I'm going all in on you. Because they're going to break your heart. Look at what they've done the last two postseasons. The defense, remember they were talking about this is an elite defense. Oh, We're, we're talking about the, the Ravens of 2000. And I'm like, okay, they're a top-five defense. And then all of a sudden, they didn't act like a top-five defense. Now, once again, it's a Thursday night game. By the way, the penalties last night, what a buzzkill. Ugh. I mean, it got to the point where you're just going, just stop. Like, the end of the second quarter, going into halftime, that felt like it took an hour. And you're just going, 10 penalties for the Seahawks, 9 for the Cowboys, 19 penalties for 257 yards. It is proof, though, that you can call a penalty on every single play in the NFL. That's what it was. But you shouldn't. And I just kept going, man, just survive this game. Just get, get through it. Because I, and, and I'm talking about both teams and me as a viewer. Just like, oh, my God. Why, they're ruining this game. Yes, Eden. Seven of those penalties, by the way, came at the end of the first half. Seattle's trying to punch the ball. They scored like three touchdowns in a row. How many of them were called? Two of them were called back. I know. I know. 
that's six consecutive games that Dak has thrown uh, at least two touchdown passes. And, and, you know, so that's impressive right there. But they're a different team now. They're a passing team. And while I want to give credit to Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy wanted to run the ball. Now they're passing the ball. And now you go into this stretch where we're going to find out exactly how good they are. If they end up 3-1, and 4-0, and oh, now the rest of the NFC has a problem on their hands. Dallas will be maybe the team to beat. Now we've already seen when they play San Francisco, San Francisco has their number. I thought they were going to beat the Eagles in Philadelphia prior to that game, and they should have beaten them. But that's, that's you know, the label on the Cowboys. Man, they should have. Why didn't they? But it's going to come down to January. That'll be it. That's all we want to know. Can you answer questions in January? Because right now, they're answering the questions. But I don't know if it feels like they're a true Super Bowl contender and Dak is a true MVP candidate. And while it's not fair, it's just old habits die hard. Seton, what's the poll question? By the way, here's Dak Prescott on uh, his late-game drives to win this game. It's what you play the game for. As a quarterback, to have the ball in your hands, with an opportunity to go win the game, uh, take the lead, whatever it may be. Um, we, we practice those situations a lot, too. So, I mean, it's credit to Mike, the staff, and, and just the rest of the rest of the guys and the players of being prepared and locked in. All right, here's Pete Carroll talking about all the penalties. I just don't see the way this is going. In, it's going in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, we're all waiting to see, is, there, is it a call? I mean, that's what we're waiting for. See, did the official make a call here? Oh, he didn't call it. Oh, he did call it. And uh, there's latitude that we need to give these guys. They know the game. They, they know how to make these calls, but they, don't have, they can't call everything that, when there's a little this is into that, and particularly when it doesn't affect the play. So, and I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll spend some time on this in the offseason for sure. So uh, eight, last eight minutes, first half, eight penalties there. And in case you're wondering, MVP odds, Jalen Hurts, this is as of this morning with DraftKings, followed by Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts is uh, right now comfortably in front, MVP candidate. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, then it's Dak Prescott, and then it's uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. I know it's week to week. We like to do this. It's fun to talk about, but it still feels like if Philadelphia, although Philadelphia being an underdog, if Philly beats San Francisco and Jalen Hurts plays really well, you know he he might put this out of reach here, and it's a good story here for Jalen Hurts. But with Dak Prescott, with the Cowboys, and he's doing what he needs to do against these teams. Now is what we want to find out. Now is what we want to find out with Dallas. I don't need late game drives that Dak Prescott's talking about because you're Dallas at home. And you are a big favorite. But I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It was sort of that trap game, and it's a Thursday night game as well. All right. What do we have there, Seton O'Connor? Well, Dan, we could start with the officiating. Uh, Would you rather the refs call the game as they see it or purposely try to make fewer calls? (laughs) This is a Pauly special. This is a Paul special. All right, explain. Here's my reasoning. I really believe in the... uh, the Ohio State-Michigan game last week that the officials got together and said, let's not make us the story, let's let them play. They barely called any penalties the entire game, and I think the public loved it. And then last night it appeared that they called everything they saw at all times. Okay. I think that if the officials get together and say, hey, man, let's make sure it's a serious penalty to drop a flag, let's try to keep the flags in our pocket as a, as a strategy. I know refs aren't supposed to have strategies. 
I think the public is going to love it. You're going to have a few missed calls, but I think the consumer will love it. But if the... See, this is where we go back and forth on this. We want the call. We have the technology to get the call right. We, we do. Do we want to get every call right? <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yes, Seaton. However, right. Th- yes, we have the technology to get every call right. But like you just said, if you can call holding on every single play, then it shouldn't be a rule anymore. So let's get rid of holding. Or, or it has to be so egregious that it's like, all right, now you're really holding the guy. But if you can call it on, if you can call it on every single play, then it shouldn't be a rule in the game. Yes, Paul. You know how you guys get Hulu or Netflix and you order it, and when you go uh, watch a movie, every like 25 minutes there's a 90 second commercial. But you could pay for like Hulu Plus or Netflix Plus, and it's commercial free. That's the difference. That's the, what the experience is like with a football game where they call lots of penalties. Oh, so they're now going to charge us for a penalty-free game. I'll pay $5 a weekend to have fewer penalties. Uh, first in. I've definitely uh, paid to rent movies that are free on Hulu because I'm like, I'm not doing these commercials. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It was just a tough watch. It's a standalone game, so you're going to get more credit. You're going to get more uh, credit and criticism. It's just... Too many calls. And I don't know if they were bad calls. It just felt like there were too many calls. It was a great game. It It was in between all of the penalties. It was a fantastic game. Yes, it was. Yes, Tom. Not only does it ruin the fan experience because it's choppy and it takes too long and they keep reviewing everything, but you're almost waiting for a penalty on every play. It ruins the excitement of the moment. Your team does something well, and you're just waiting for that late holding call or pass interference or something. Yeah, Paul. How about no more penalties on kick returns? Let's remove it. Let's start there. Well, we don't have kick returns. Right, but anytime there is a kick return or a punt return, you always look back and say, well, there's (laughs) got to be a flag if we got the guy downfield. Let's remove it and just let him play on kick returns. How about offensive and defensive linemen have to wear mittens? Mittens is good. Yeah. Then, then, yeah, now, now you can't hold. Yeah. And you, you can't catch the ball anyway. Yeah. So Yeah. So you wear mittens. <laughs> yes, Marvin. That, mean, that means Michael Parsons is going to have 87 sacks. Okay. Although Seattle didn't block him on the last play. That, that was their strategy. We're like, we're going to let him run free. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> what's, the, what's there to worry about? Yes, yeah, There was this moment last night where... Uh, I think the Seahawks wide receiver Smith and Jigba, I'm not sure if it was him or not, but he had this like 47-yard catch. It was amazing for a touchdown. And the ball moved about a millimeter in his hands, and they were like, nope, sorry, no catch, Mm. lost control. The ball didn't demonstrate control, whatever. It was a terrible call. It was awful. And Cowboys fans start going nuts. They're like, yeah, no touchdown, bye, this and that, until you remember, oh, wait, they threw a flag on that play. Uh, Pass interference, the ball's now at the one. Oh, my gosh. All right, so it's a meet Friday. Uh, by the way, we will also uh, have the game that uh, everybody wants to play, the Is It Marge Simpson or Fritzy? Fritzy has uh, done his Marge Simpson impersonation. Todd, give me a little sample for the audience here. They're watching the Dan Patrick Show on All right. Peacock. All right, we also have the most must-win game of the weekend, and our musical theme for this Friday is uh, it's called Dead December. It's... <laughs> It's lead singers who died in the month of December. Is that right, Marvin? It is the season. It, <laughs> yes, that is correct. All right. Can't believe it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. But it's uh, dead December. Lead singers who died in the month of December. Yes, Marvin. This was a tough one because you're looking down the list of, you know, great artists that have died in December. And you're yeah. like, man, I can't remember. This person, this person. This. I had one in the tuck ready. And then I saw somebody else and I was like, Sorry, 
This one's got to okay, go. Okay, we're taking John Lennon off the board. Correct. Emeritus. Okay. Yes. Yes, because mm-hmm. that's, I believe, next Friday is the anniversary of, of John's the death. The 8th, yeah. Yes. Yes, Eden. I didn't even get through, like, the first week of December before I was like, <laughs> I got to stop looking at this. There's too many people. Yeah. There's a lot of people that... Yeah. Died in the month of uh, December. Yeah. I don't know why we went this round. Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Pogues, oh, that's died. Right. And we discussed it yesterday, and all of a sudden we just transferred into a, that's a theme. Right. Yeah. Todd wanted to do people born in December since today's December 1st. Yeah. And we turned that into how about people that died in December? <laughs> of course we did. <laughs> Dead December. Why not? Okay. For the yeah. Old and flu. All right. By the way, uh, sign up for the newsletter at danpatrick.com. Some great items still there for the holiday season, including Crappensburg State hoodies. And I think we'll have an update on the next batch of moonshine. It is uh, peppermint bark. And uh, I've already had it in uh, coffee. Not this morning. But it is. T- <laughs> well, that's a good call. Oh, throwing it in your coffee. Yes. That's the move right there. Yeah, that is the move. Or you could throw it in a little hot chocolate mm-hmm. there. A- yeah. So right before tailgate there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, or before we'll, work. We'll let no. Oh no. Okay. We'll let you know about uh, the new uh, moonshine that'll be coming up probably next week. But if you're on the newsletter and nearly one hundred thousand of you are, you'll get the heads up there first. All right, so just getting started here, our buddy Sean Salisbury will stop by, Michael Vick as well, and uh, Kurt Russell and his son Wyatt there in the Apple TV Plus series that we'll talk about. And also, Kurt's had some memorable, memorable movies. I mean, he was a childhood star with Disney and still going strong. How old is Kurt Russell? Do you want to play the how old is Kurt Russell game? Well, after the break? Okay. I don't know if that's, you know, keep you through the commercial break worthy, but uh, yeah, sure. How old is Kurt Russell? Well, uh, we can knock it out now. Okay. Who wants to go closest to the hole? I'm going to go 77. Marvin? 73. Fritzy? 74. Seton O'Connor? 72? 72 is correct. Yes. Whoa! Oh, all right. Boop, boop, boop. Wire to wire, great hair, too. Yes, yeah, great hair. Oof. Great hair. Great hair. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Strong. Yeah. All right, let me take a break. Just getting started on this Meet Friday. Glad to have you on board back after this. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the king. Uh, king. Uh. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, The Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards. The guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith presents the Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, 
a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It's not about James Brown. It's about the Rocky movies. All night diners keep you weightly. Thank you, Todd. It's dead lead singers who died in the month of December. Yes, Marv. Out of all the James Brown songs, this is the song he picks. Yeah. He's got about <laughs> 89 better songs than this. I know. I know. Something about that Rocky Four movie when uh, Drago's looking around like, what is this craziness going on? I feel good. <laughs> uh, once again, we will play, is it Marge Simpson or is it Fritzy? We'll have that game for you and the most must-win game of the weekend. By the way, I'm hearing from Cowboy fans. They're like, you don't give us credit. You never give us credit. I want to give you credit, but credit where credit is due. Like, what's the accomplishment? You beat Seattle. Barely. A team that's six and six. The next four games, you go three and one or four and zero. Oh, you're going to get all the credit you deserve, and then some, and even more than you deserve. Dak has played well. Defense concerned me a little bit there. Although Seattle's wide receiving core is pretty dangerous, and they took advantage of the Cowboys last night. Dak played well. Absolutely, they got four games coming up. We're going to find out exactly who they are. But even then, I'm still going to wait till January because I've seen them melt down right before our very eyes. Sean Salisbury, former NFL USC quarterback, host of the Sean Salisbury Show, Sports Talk 790 in Houston. Always good to see you, buddy. Let me start with the Cowboys. Okay, how much credit do the Cowboys deserve right now? 
Well, Dan, I know what meltdown looks like. I've created a few of those in my life. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of coaches and players on the sideline. Um, I Where they are right now, I think last night, it, 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 it's a win. You'll take them. They're hard to come by. Old cliche. I'm with you and listening to what you were talking about, Dan. Too many big plays, and they didn't hit the quarterback enough last night, but their defense we've seen in the past is capable of that disruption in the backfield. They're going to need that, and you're right. It's for the Cowboys, it's three phases for me, Dan, up until December. Then what am I going to see in December? And then are you a January or February team? Because they've proven to us they're a December-January team without the, the playoff guts or whatever to get to February. Now, do I believe Prescott's in the MVP talk? Yes, and should. Am I concerned about having – you give up 30-plus points in a game to uh, in December or January, you're, not, you're going to lose. That's not going to happen on a continuous basis. I trust that they're better. But, Dan, no matter what, I don't care if they run through 4-0 in December because I give the Cowboys a lot of credit as well, and I think they are not only formidable but dangerous. And there's feels like there's a different energy about them right now. But come see me in January because no matter what happens now, home field advantage, not home field advantage, they still got to prove to me – that their stones are dangling in January, and if they do that, it's 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 a it's a they will be talking different. They'll get all the credit because everybody wants to talk about America's team, but there's still much to prove. Because I know a lot of guys who can get to January, only a couple get to February, at least at that position over the last handful of years. Dangling stones, man, one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, dude, them and uh, well, Creed. Uh, dangling stones. <laughs> uh, Thursday night football, standalone game, and a lot of penalties here. We, we, we say this, we say this often, you can call a penalty on every play. You don't have to call a penalty on every play, but how do we get through this? How do we sort of find a happy medium where we want the calls to be right, but we don't want you to be right all the time in making these calls? It slows down the flow of the game, certainly at the end of the first half. That took forever. It does, and Dan, but let me ask you this, and again, in this conversation. Okay, so if I tell you the game's going to last six minutes longer, but the reason why, because three plays in the game, they're going to spend a little extra time. Would you be willing to sacrifice six minutes for the right play yes. and the right answer? Yes. Me too. Yes. And see, I, I, I subscribe to this. I don't want to give them any more replay flags. I, the, the red flags, I mean, to, to, to challenge the call. But I don't understand why isn't every call a judgment call? Why can't you review every call? I, I don't understand if there's a, a legal procedure penalty. Why can't I review that if a guy jumped too soon? I'm willing to sacrifice eight minutes of my life to get it right. How are we, we have this conversation across the country every year. Too many injuries and too many penalties, yet you're never going to be happy on either side. So for me... I, I am all for getting it, it getting it right, even if it takes extra time. The problem is, can the referees, do we need more referees? Not more voices on the field with referees, but more referees to see what maybe a 60-year-old can't keep up with a 25-year-old. I don't know. Yeah. But we are going to have human error as long as AI isn't you know referee in these games. I don't know how to fix it, Dan, other than I know every week we see calls that you cannot miss with the naked eye. You just can't. You can't miss it with the naked eye because... If we can, I don't want that job. Hell, I couldn't be a ref. I don't want any part of it. But I know this: they probably don't want any part of playing quarterback either, or they don't want any part of doing what you do because your expertise. Uh, they're probably better at my job than I'd be at theirs. But I do know this: they're the experts. They get paid the money. Maybe we got to make it a full-time gig, whatever that might be. But you can't miss 
these simple calls, and if it takes a few extra minutes to get it right, my concern is when replay misses it. If replay says yeah. it's right, I, you know, when, well, it's too close to change. If it's right, change it. I don't know the answer, Dan, but we're going to have this until the end of time, and you and I both know it. Okay. What do you think of our idea of offensive and defensive linemen wear mittens? Therefore, you can't hold. Well, mittens sound so soft, right? <laughs> Can you say you're tough guy gloves? Um, okay. You know what? Tough guy you're gloves. You're talking about, there you go, gloves. You mean with like with like this, Dan, where yeah. the four fingers are together yeah. and, the th- and the thumb sits by itself? Yeah, like Ralphie in Christmas Story. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. But those th- I could still maybe get the thumb like a, you know, like a lobster. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 okay, and, and they got to be like fluorescent so we see. Yeah. I'm not sure... Dan, I'm not sure that's going to help, okay? okay? But I'm with you on holding, uh, but I don't mind if they hold inside because I got news for you, Dan. If they actually did that, remember how we preach player safety, but we'll play three days later on a Thursday like last night? <laughs> hey, man, we care about him, the concussion, but we'll see you Thursday because the Cowboys are going to draw a lot of people. Is Dan, think about now. You think it's rough on quarterbacks now. Imagine not being able to grab – Miles Garrett on the inside of his armpits or jersey that you're trying to fiddle around with it, and he's slinging you back into the corner. Our quarterbacks will be dead if these offensive linemen can't okay, hold. Well then but, let every- but, but I'm with you on the fact that so we can see it. Let clear. everybody How hold. Can we get How clear? about this, Sean? Everybody gets to hold. Offense, defensive linemen get to hold. As long as it's inside? The, as, as long as it's inside? Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, just, I, I don't have a like a wrestling match where you got to do it. You can't bear hug them, but within reason, yeah. hold inside the shoulders. I don't have a problem. Hey, the more the penalties, the merrier. Like, why don't we just take no. off all the gear and no. play, play rugby? <laughs> uh, if I would have told you three months ago that C.J. Stroud and the Texans would be in the hunt to win the division, maybe a playoff uh, team, you would have said what? Absolutely not. I would have said growth. I had them at six wins when the season started, Dan, and if they were fortunate to get a few breaks and win a couple late games, seven, eight would have been uh, D'Amico Ryan's in the coach of the year talk. Well, now they're sitting at six and have proven. And it's, it's amazing what one guy can do, not just the coach, but on the field too as the player, to change that like Joe Burrow did in Cincinnati, to almost feel like when he walks in the building like C.J. Stroud, you're expected to win now. Now when I'm watching last week, Dan, on that final drive, I, I was guaranteed. Now, I don't like a fade route to a tight end on fourth and one, but I, I almost felt, oh, he's going to go down and score, C.J. Stroud. So I would have said no. Now I'm to the point for the first time in a long time thinking, man, if they're within one score and there's two minutes left, they got a chance. D'Amico has changed. We hear culture used too much, but he's changed the energy and the accountability in the building, and C.J. Stroud has that feeling. I, I remember John Elway told me years ago, Dan, we were sitting in, and having a beer at his golf tournament. I said, John, what is it that you could be having an average game, which he didn't have very often, and then all of a sudden with 220, 220 to go, you're down a score, it just kicks in. And you know what he told me? I thought I'm looking for a scientific answer. He said, Sean, I did it once, I did it a second time, and then everybody just thought, well, we're going to do it. Now, John's got different DNA than the rest of us, but and then they believed in it. And this team now, the buzz here, Dan, every time he has the ball in his hand, he gives you the best chance to succeed. I, I'm fascinated by the way he's playing, uh, his feet, everything. But it's his ability to get through progressions and have believability that you're begging for as a rookie and you almost ask for it. He hasn't had to ask for it. It's been heaped upon him, and he's ex- he's accepted it and played his, his rear end up. Aside from Jalen Hurts, I'm not watching a more poised quarterback, poised in the league than the guy you're watching here in Houston. 
man alive, I can't imagine what it's going to be like when he actually learns how to play. It's been pretty fascinating watch, but he's this well, isn't my luck. Let's not forget about Mahomes in there. There is well, I, I didn't, but I said I didn't say best. I said you said the poised. ability to have poised, right? Because right, listen, I expect Mahomes to be poised. He's been doing it enough. Okay. I'm just talking about the ability where his team. You know, you got to carry him. Last most of the time, the run game has not been what you want it to be. You're with a make makeshift offensive line. Most of us would be panicked and watching the line. At this stage of his career, the poise that he's showing is a guy that's been in the league as long as Mahomes. So I think the Texans, you got to find that guy and you got to find the coach. When you start with those two, the whole energy of the building changes, especially when you have success. I would have never thought it this way. And now, Dan, I think the loser of this Denver Texans game is going to have a hard time getting in, but the winner is going to be in a real good position to continue and, and have a chance to win it, especially with the Texans' schedule. And Sean, guilty of name-dropping there, guys? Uh, Monster. Throw out the oh, hangs out with John yeah. Elway. And he had a beer with Elway, yeah. and he got invited oh, yeah. to Elway's golf tournament. Okay. Best friends. Humble, I'm going to throw humble, the flag. Hey, we're throwing yeah. the flag today. Another penalty. I'm going to charge Gosh. you 15. for. Yeah. This is my first my first penalty on your show. Yeah. I didn't know it was out. Yeah. Humble brag. Remember the time when you and I were playing and Kevin James was, oh, see? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. See? Yeah. Humble brag. Yeah, yeah, go. Seton. I feel like that was more inside holding. I'm going to let it go. That's a solid oh, drop. Okay. That's, the, that's holding on the inside, Sean. You're okay. good. Okay. All right. All right. You know what I I'm call it? Pick up the, the flag. I, we'll pick yeah, up the pick flag. Yeah, pick it up. That's left tackle kicking his left leg out to get a start in the shotgun early. Okay. That's what that is. That's Seton, a Lane thanks, Johnson. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, Seton. Or, uh, Todd. Wasn't this the same guy that hung out with Heather Locklear on the beach? Oh, or like yeah. That? I don't listen. Why? Why brag now? I mean, you know, the, the, hey, the, 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 it's there. Why what do you not? want me to tell you on Santa Monica? I mean, listen, Dan. When you got it, you just don't have to say anything about it. Plus, that was when I had a full head of hair, flowing locks, and the rest of it. Yeah, they had their lock, but you guys will throw a double flag on me if we talk about that. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. I respect. You're allowed that. to humble brag on that. I, I, yeah, that's that. You know what? When you said it, and I know you told me the story probably fifteen or twenty times, four hundred times, but. It's still, it's. I mean, that's pretty good. You made out with Heather Locklear. I didn't say that. You did too. You did. No, I did not. Did you kiss yeah, Heather Locklear? I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay, so okay. what what constitutes making out with Heather Locklear? Uh, French kiss. Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. And parlez-vous français? <laughs> listen, I, I can I can't confirm an order die oh, back in 1984. Stop it. Come on, we had a you know what lovely lady, yeah, fun. Okay, uh, we gave 110. <laughs> percent We took it. We took it one, <laughs> one bite one. of our Italian food at the time. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, why are the Niners favored in Philadelphia? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> May, I, I couldn't tell you, but that's why I guess they built casinos and air-conditioned hotels. I maybe it's the well, when did Philadelphia play last, Dan? When was their last game? Was it Sunday or, or was it last Sunday, Sunday night? Was it Sunday? When did they play? When did they? When was they play last? Uh, I don't uh, have Buffalo? any idea. Yeah, there Buffalo you go. Sunday. Okay, Buff maybe maybe it's the energy exert. I, I have no idea. On the road across the country, playing against Philadelphia, who is the best team in football. Both quarterbacks are in the MVP talk. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you, it's going to take a great effort to go in there. and they're most, It'll be the most hostile environment San Francisco plays in. And I just am curious why the world still doesn't believe that Brock Purdy can play. I, I, I just don't know why. Oh, he's on a good team. We make that excuse for every quarterback that is on a good team. That's the object, to be on a good team. Brock Purdy's a good player, and the last time they visited there, we didn't get four quarters at him. I like Philadelphia. 
I think this is a preview of the NFC Championship well, game. This won't be the last drafted. time they meet. Sean, it's where you're drafted. That's right. I, if, if he was a th- if he was the third pick of the draft, Dan, yeah. what would we be saying? We, Ooh, they found their next guy, right? Yes. Just like, you know, Trey Lance, if he would have been taken where Trey Lance was and Trey Lance the other way around, you know, we'd be like, oh, Trey Lance, maybe maybe uh, down the road he could be a backup quarterback. Uh, Dak Prescott, wait, you, know, we, right. you know, where you're drafted, you're labeled. It's like the stigma. You can't right, be Dan? that good, you know, right? because you weren't drafted Experts high. miss. Yes, they right. do. But those experts miss. They miss a lot of times. And here's a guy now, we're talking about a franchise. You're exactly right. If you put him up seven rounds and he was the eighth pick of the draft, we'd be talking about MVP. They found their future. He's a franchise guy. It's almost as if people are waiting for him to fail because no way the seventh pick of the draft can be this good. Yeah. Or the seventh round pick, the last pick of the draft. So I think this is going to be a hell of a game. Maybe it's the game of the weekend, but this won't be the last time I don't think we see these two in the NFC playoffs. Good to talk this to you. Year. Have a good weekend, buddy. I can. It's great to talk to you too, and I'll never let you know about Heather Lockwood. You already have let me know. You four hundred times already told me. I'll, I'll text you with the real information. Yeah, no, there you, you already. <laughs> Sean Salisbury, former NFL quarterback. Guys, See you, buddy. Sean Salisbury show Sports Talk seven ninety in Houston. You know, Sean get a couple beers in him, then he'd tell me the Heather Locklear story, and then a couple of weeks later, be like, "Hey, did I ever tell you about Heather Locklear?" I go. Yeah, they still tell me. I'd be like, all right, good for you. I mean, that's not bad. I don't know if you keep that one under wraps, but uh, he did. He doesn't anymore. All right, it is December, and that's the music theme today on uh, lead singers who died in the month of December. Also, why can't the Seahawks keep those uniforms that we saw? We'll have that for you coming up, and our play of the day next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, a ton including 
include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. The play, the play, play. of the day. Left, I got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Belt high snap. Prescott with plenty of time. Lofts it. End zone. Jake Ferguson. Covered by Jamal Adams, but it doesn't matter. Fergie into the end zone, and Dallas takes the lead in the fourth. Two-point conversion for Dallas. C.D. Lamb in motion. Prescott still plenty of time. Lofts it. Cooks is open. Right over the top of the C and Cowboys, and Dallas now leads it by three. 38-35. Dallas Cowboys Radio Network with the call. It's December. Lead singers who died in the month of December. Marvin, is this yours? It is. George Michael was my first pick because I knew he died on Christmas. But then I saw Otis Redding died on uh, December 10th. And I was, Psh, sorry, George. Fair enough. Died at 26. Uh, by the way, neither the Cowboys nor the Seahawks. He didn't even get into the 27 club. Neither team punted fifth game in uh, NFL history with no punts. Uh, wow, last time it happened, Chiefs and the Eagles, that was 2021. Play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by uh, Las Vegas. Can't wait to get there. February, the city where spectacle and celebration are woven into the very fabric of the community. Las Vegas is where conventional is challenged and the unexpected embraced. It's not just celebrating, it's celebrating with an edge. Yes, Paul? I was reading a little about Otis Redding because he was on all of our possible lists. He died in a plane crash with his band at age 26. He recorded Sitting on the Dock of the Bay three days before he passed away. Mm. One of the most popular songs in history. We'll get some phone calls here. Uh, the Seahawks uniforms, they broke those out last night. Every time we see these throwback uniforms, we're like, why doesn't that team go with those uniforms? So I asked that to Paul. Why don't the Seahawks go with those uniforms? And your response is? I have a theory that these teams, as much as we like, like Tampa Bay, I think Atlanta Falcons fans, you love that red helmet with the black look. Seahawks looked gorgeous last night. I mean, they were looked perfect. I think the reason you cannot let a team or have a team go back to those uniforms permanently is because they always have to experiment. We always have to let teams experiment with new uniforms and try new things because that's how those uniforms happen. The The... Atlanta, you know, they change over the years. I know those are some of their original uniforms you want to have men, but you always got to let teams make mistakes, try yeah, but, new things. But why don't you have the standard? Right. And then you can experiment. But if Packers do that, but I think what they're saying is Steelers do that. Yeah, what I think what Seahawks fans would want to keep that uniform per, as is. Like, like Yeah, but Dallas. that's what the Steelers have. Then they'll have the throwback uniforms. Green Bay has that. They're certain 
you know, teams that have that haven't changed. But you're asking a team to go back to a throwback permanently, which a lot of people love in concept. But if you go back to a throwback permanently, you're not going to do. There's no more experimenting to do. You there are there are not many other throwbacks like the Dallas Cowboys. They've stayed wire to wire. Yeah, the Steelers wire to wire. Yeah, and they should. And if the Seahawks had chosen to go wire to wire with the original uniform, it'd have been fine. But you can't go back to them permanently. You got to let teams experiment. Mm. Yes, Todd. And then you lose that gimmick. It's not as special if you're doing it every week. They kind of like that also, not to mention sales of having 17 different types of uniforms. Well, no, you want to have that. Teams want to sell merchandise. You want to have different uniforms. Right, that's why they want to avoid just saying, okay, yeah. Seahawks, wear the 1983 yeah. Dave Craig, Jim Zorn ones. Uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. What's on your mind today? Nobody. Nobody. Happy Meat Friday, boys. Let's go, Fritzy. Uh, Let's go, Dan. I'm, I'm, I'm Dan. I'm calling in to turn in my homework assignment you uh, you assigned earlier this week. I not only gave you 15 minutes of Squid Game, I went all in after 15 minutes, and oh my god, that is freaking wild, Dan. Oh, so uh, you watched the original Squid Game? Yeah, 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 I watched yeah, the ori- yeah, yeah. I watched the original <laughs> the, the other night, and it totally. It totally explained a couple of Halloweens to me in the process, Dan. It was awesome. <laughs> um, and then, uh, DP, the, the Cowboys taking out the Seattle and, you know, the Legion of whom. Um, that was kind of annoying. But first time Pete Carroll uh, has lost after scoring 35 points or more. thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Cowboys take out another average team, Dan. But uh, they keep on winning, so we shall see. Uh, and, DP, James in Virginia. He gave me a nod earlier in the week. Salute the commanders, man. And all I got to say is if you don't feel uplifted and if you don't have a smile on your face after his calls, that guy can read the phone book. That's not good. Thank you, Buddha. Have a great weekend. Andrew in Washington. Andrew, what do you have for me today? Good morning, Dan. Dan, thanks for taking my call. Happy Meat Friday or Seafood Friday, really. Um, and uh, we'll see if Tyler ends up eating anything off that grill. Mm. But, hey, I do have an MMGOTW. I do have a stat of the day. Like Buddha said, anytime James in Virginia mentions your name as a caller, that's great. Thank you. Salute to the commanders and James um, as a new father as well. Congratulations. But um, my MMGOTW would be my Florida State Seminoles. I feel that they're the only team that is kind of looked at as the ugly stepchild going into ranked uh, in the college football playoffs. So um, I don't know who would get in if they lost. If they're the only Final Four team to lose, would it be Texas or Alabama that got in or Texas or Ohio State that got in? But anyways, that would be my MMGOTW. And on that note, I do have a stat of the day. With four made field goals in the Cowboys' 41-35 win over the Seahawks, Brandon Aubrey now has the most consecutive field goals, 26, to start a career by a rookie, and he's 28 years old. That's your stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. By the way, Oregon giving 10 tonight to Washington. Oklahoma State gets 15.5 against Texas. Georgia is giving 5.5 to Alabama. 
Michigan 22 to Iowa, and Louisville gets one and a half against Florida State. So expecting uh, a really interesting game there with Florida State and Louisville. And Louisville's been a sneaky good program here for a while. And I think it's one of those where you go, Louisville? And then if you look at their success, I mean, we look at them as a basketball school. But, you know, they've become a football school. Uh, I think it probably started with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, throw them in there. We'll see if we change our poll question. It's uh, Dead Lead Singers songs who died in December. Marge Simpson versus Fritzy. All of that coming up. Hour two on this Meet Friday. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 